This is Cleveland Stage Door. Please welcome our host, Jimmy D. Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. Welcome to Cleveland Stage Door. My name is Jimmy Davis, and we are back again with another interview this week. This time, I am welcoming Ben Biggers from Girl from the North Country. Ben, hello, sir. How are you? I am good, Jimmy. How are you? I am doing great. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is, I think, four weeks in a row where we've had an interview, so this is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> The it's been very busy here. This is uh, I think we've had I think this is the most shows we've had in Cleveland in a month where we just had Pretty Woman. We have a girl from the North Country starting October thirty first and part of the Keep Big Broadway series. Um, the Wiz started last week. Um, it's pretty crazy around here right now in musical theater. <laughs> have you had a chance to see the Wiz? Um, I was supposed to, and then um, my mom caught COVID, so I oh. I was played it safe. I went to Disney, and you know, anytime you go to somewhere big like that, there's always that chance. And well, there was that chance. <laughs> and, yeah, I've been I've been dying to see the Wiz. I I think that's really cool that it's it's touring before it's Broadway run. I think that's like a really really cool way to do it. And yeah, just very interested in seeing that. Yeah, um, a few of my friends went and saw it, and they absolutely loved it. They said the oh. talent was insane, and I bet, and the music was great. So, Ben, let's let's just jump right into it. Uh, Girl from the North Country is coming to uh, coming to Connor Palace Theater October thirty first through November nineteenth. Part of the Keeping Broadway series. Let's let's talk about it. You play Jean. Lane, you you're the biological son of Nick and Elizabeth. Let's talk about your character, Gene. What what is your character? Who what? Give me a little background on him. Sure. Um, well, we're catching Gene at a bad time in his life when the show opens. It's uh, it's a rough few days for him. Um, he's going through a breakup. He's struggling with alcoholism. He's watching his family sort of unravel um, before his eyes. He was watching his home sort of sink under a financial burden. And um, he's also ha has these aspirations of being a writer, um, which are not, his efforts to become a writer are not very fruitful. And he's also helping his dad, um, Nick Lane, run this boarding house um, and Gene is somewhat inconsistent with his, with his help, you could say. So, um, it's, it's an interesting time to see this character. It's an interesting time in this character's life. So let's, let's talk about that. You're the girl from the North country is set in 1934 and then it's based around the great depression in Duluth, Minnesota. And it's more around the wayward souls and passing, and some permanent of you know the the guest house uh property of Nick Lane and you know his wife Elizabeth and your their son and it's it's a really tough time. I'm just trying to figure out of how to get through this really tough time in history and trying to keep that positive. Is it more like trying to keep the positive spirit of trying to get through it, or how would you describe like the the journey through the show? The journey through the show. Um, well, the last number in the show is called Pressing On. And I think that sort of sums up everyone's attitude, um, especially during this time in history. Is it's the time when everyone's fatigued, everyone's tired. Um, 
there is there definitely is a sort of sadness in the air um, and uh, uh, a sort of weight on everyone's back. Um, so I feel like the journey through the show is getting through the best way you know how. And and the music is based off of some of the hit tracks from Bob Dylan and with oh, Forever yeah. Young, All Around the Watchtower, Hurricane and more. Like, like tell us like is this based off of like any kind of like true story back in nineteen thirty four? Is this like or is this more of like just trying to give people today's age of what like some kind of context of what happened back then? What do you think? Well, I think I think both. You know, I, I I'm sure there were many people who lived like this, and um, uh, I'm sure this situation exists in many different forms. Um, as far as how it works with Bob Dylan's music, um, it's sort of like an interesting clash, you know, of like uh, Bob Dylan's sort of enigmatic, um, multi-layered poetry. Uh, mixed with this very like Eugene O'Neill-esque sort of story about uh, this family uh, living in this boarding house and all the people passing through and how their lives intersect and make the story. I compare how Dylan's music works with this story like uh, like a beer in the shower, you know? You ever have one of those? Because it's kind of like the coldness of the beer is like the text, this very hard, harsh world and this text. And Dylan's beautiful music is sort of like the warmth of the shower kind of flowing over you. And it's that dissonance that makes the show so unique and um, so one of a kind and so interesting. And so tell me of this, what what is one thing that someone's going to take from this show? after after the end like what is something that they're going to learn from the show or what what is hopeful that they're going to feel after the show i mean i feel like i've I've been having this thought actually recently about the show and i i can't decide if i read it somewhere and i'm just repeating it or if i have come up with it so if i am copying someone by saying this i apologize that I'm copying you, but I feel like this show, but if it's mine, then I take full credit. So uh, just saying that, but I feel like the show is sort of a reflection of the human heart. And if you've ever felt longing or loss or heartbreak or triumph, there's something in the show for you. And also I feel that what the audience brings to the show is what they'll get out of it because there's so many characters going through so many struggles and so many wins and losses throughout the show that um, I feel like whatever the audience is bringing to it, they might latch on to different characters throughout the show because there's so many of them, such an ensemble piece. Um, so I feel like people can walk away with a lot depending on what they what catches their eye in the show, which is why it's so exciting and why it's a great show to see multiple times, which I did on Broadway um, when I when I saw the show. Uh, there's so much to see and there's so much story. So it is really pretty fascinating. So let's let's jump into your background now, now that we've talked kind of at length about the show. You you have a good length of resume in the TV world. What yeah. would you say your favorite show TV-wise that you've worked on so far? Oh, my gosh. 
That's hard to say. I my favorite overall, if I'm being totally honest, was I did a sketch on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert where I played a young Joe Biden. And the reason why it's my favorite is because it was like the most last minute thing I've ever done in my life. I literally got a call that day at like 10 a.m. to do it. And I uh, and I I was shooting it by like 12.30 p.m. So uh, I, I, I loved it for that slapdash last minute quality that, you know, late night TV apparently runs on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I looked it up. That was pretty great. That was awesome. They, um, it's very silly. It was, and that's crazy that that it was put together that fast. Like you would think that it would be a little bit more like planned out, but I guess not. That's that's awesome. They, yeah, um, it was cool. It was cool to be like a cog in that machine and see how they are just like they are churning it out every night. So they're they're writing on the go. Uh, I was looking at the teleprompter, and they were like changing words on the teleprompter like minutes before we shot it, just because of how. You know, they have to work in that that world. They have to be so current. Right. So it was, yeah, it was really cool. We talked about this earlier before we started recording. This is not your first time in Cleveland. You were in Cleveland back in 2015 with Beautiful, the Carol King musical, right? That's right. What is, I always ask this question, with this being your second or third national touring show, what is one thing you'll you'll tell a brand new actor or actress to touring? Like, what is one piece of advice you give to a new person on the road? Yeah, um, go see the cities that you're in. You know, I you you have. To, I think such an advantage of touring is experiencing the cities. Um, I feel like it's pretty easy when you're on tour to protect yourself and hide in your hotel room or your Airbnb or wherever you are, um, but uh, especially a place like Cleveland, which is like, I'm from the Midwest as well, I'm from Indiana. So I love like these burgeoning, awesome, like cool Midwest towns like Cincinnati, like Cleveland, like Columbus, you know, that just are, are like these awesome cities with so many fun things to do, so many fun bars. Like, like you said, like Playhouse Square is this huge, theater community in the middle of Cleveland, which is also like a great town for sports. It just has so much going on. Um, so that would be my advice is to get out, experience the cities, meet people who live there. Um, and also as an actor, you should be meeting people all the time. And, and uh, this show that I'm in right now is such a Midwestern show that um, I, I love that we're hitting all these Midwestern cities, being from the Midwest myself. Um, really reminds me why I do this in the first place. That's great. Um, what's the one thing that you remember from the last time you visited Cleveland? Like, what's one thing that stuck out or one place that stuck out? It, it really was Playhouse Square and just being so impressed by how many theaters there were. And because um, I had no idea, I was back, I was there back in like summer of 2018. So it was a while ago now. But, um, and I knew so much less then than I do now. And um, yeah, seeing seeing the Playhouse Square, I was like, whoa! Like I I didn't know that this that this existed in this in, in a city that already has so much going on. You know, of course, I visited like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and like I went to like a bunch of like there's a ton of great bars, as you I'm sure you know, um, and great food. But I was so impressed by 
this theater community that existed out there. It's really very impressive. For sure. Well, Ben, thank you so much for joining us. This was awesome. I appreciate it. Um, ben is going to be in town starting October 31st through November 19th, part of the KeyBank Broadway series, Girl from uh, the North Country at Connor Palace Theater. Um, tickets are on sale now at playoffsquare.org. Um, any last remarks? Anything to leave the, the fans off with? Oh, man. I, I wish I had something cool to say, but I just want to say thank you for having me. This was uh, really fun talking, man. Awesome. And here is a special sneak peek preview. Thanks to our friends at Girl from the North Country to leave us all off. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you all next week. Take take care. Be uh, warm. It is very cold here right now. Um, take care, y'all. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Tonight's story begins and ends at a guest house in Duluth, Minnesota, the winter of 1934. She said, boy, without a doubt. Have to quit your mess and sleep now. You could die down here, be just another accident statistic. Cause there's a slow, slow train coming. Go up around the Cleveland Stage Door is a podcast produced by NEO Music Scene. Check out all the happenings around Cleveland on neomusicscene.com. A Jimmy D production copyrighted 2023 by Jimmy D Productions, jimmydpro.com.